Hi, sweet lovelies, and welcome to the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. Welcome back. If you are new, so glad you could join me. I feel that uh, this is one of those fun podcasts that you can get a lot of good information, and uh, I give it to you straight with a little love and compassion, and uh, hopefully you get to lean into this information and make some incredible changes in your life. So again, welcome to the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. I'm your host, Meg Ricci. This podcast series is about demystifying women's hormonal issues and struggles and all the stuff that dances in between. And today we are going to talk about birth control. We're going to talk about the birth control pill, uh, hormone-related contraceptives. Are, is the pill controlling you? And what does that mean? We're going to take a deep dive into that because the issue with birth control, I mean, its main objective is to prevent you from getting pregnant. But it has been a uh, the catch-all for every ailment that women or ailment, I should say, uh, hormonal imbalance or symptom that woman, women have, ranging from acne to having bad cramps to heavy bleeding, PCOS, um, regulating one cycle, going through menopause. Let's just put you on the pill. And I will use my Joey the mechanic analogy because Joey the mechanic is always going to step in. I think every episode is you go to an auto mechanic because your car is not working. Do you think every single time you go in to see him, he's going to say you need a new transmission? Well, why mechanic Joey? Well, because your car's clunking. So you need a new transmission. But Joey, the battery is, is starting to die. No, you need a new transmission. You, auto mechanics don't do that. Why? Because they pop the hood, they look under the car, they tool it around the parking lot. They try to figure out what's going on. What's the root cause of the problem? Birth control pill is not the root cause solution. It's not, you're not deficient in birth control to address symptoms of cramps and PMS and having heavy bleeding and clots and fibroids. And it does help control pain with endometriosis, and I'm going to talk about that. I work with a lot of women with endometriosis. I try to get to some of the root causes and figure out what can we do to minimize the pain to get you off the pill. But that's, I never abruptly take anyone off birth control if they're experiencing severe pain. And I take them off because I want to implement and put things into place so that when they get off the pill, they're not left with surprises of doubling over and taking massive quantities of Advil or Tylenol. So why are we going to talk about the pill? This is an interesting conversation. So many women and many of my listeners, you were placed on the pill at an early age. You started getting really bad cramps or PMS or heavy bleeding when you were maybe in your teens, early 20s. Guess what? You, and then if you were placed on the pill when you were about 15, maybe you got your period at 13, 12. You never had the opportunity to really experience what it was like to be in touch with the natural rhythm of your hormones. And I'm gonna pause right now Having cramps and PMS and doubling over in pain and acne is not normal. It has become the norm in Western civilization. And why is that? Our diets, 
uh, the standard American diet, processed foods. You know, I talk about this all the time. Environmental factors, cosmetics. Uh, there was just a new study that came out from the Environmental Working Group analyzing water across the country. I would definitely encourage everyone to listen to that. It's really important to filter your water. All these things and stress and lifestyle and sleep, they all impact your hormones. How can you give somebody a pill and say, here, this will go away? Why don't we take a step back and take a look at these symptoms? Because if you're getting cramps, you have heavy bleeding or acne, that is your body's lovely way of saying, hey, something is out of balance. We need to create balance. We need to get to the root cause of why we're having these symptoms. It is so easy, at least in my world, when I catch kids, when I see teenagers and I work with women in their 20s, we get to the root cause of these things. And guess what? Things, these symptoms clear up. But the problem with the pill is they mask what the root cause of what is going on. So what happens, your poor little pituitary gland shuts off the signaling for you to ovulate. And why is that important? Birth control initially for many women is not about birth control. Birth control pills and oral contraceptives are usually about preventing symptoms. But the problem is, is you shut off that deeper connection to your hormones. And what a lot of women feel over the years, and they may not notice it in their teens, and they may not notice it in their early 20s. I don't know about you, but I was clueless. I was. I was totally clueless in my teens and my 20s, back then, we had pampering, and it actually worked for my cramps, and I would take that. But I had other symptoms of heavy bleeding and stuff, and no, I didn't go on, on the pill um, because I had siblings, I had sisters that did not do well in oral contraceptives, and I just didn't feel that would be a good choice for me. But the point being, I wasn't in touch with how I was eating and my lifestyle change choices. And at that time I had an eating disorder, how all this played on my hormones. What happens is your hormones, there is a natural rhythm to your hormones. So today, a natural rhythm that corresponds to your intuition, that corresponds to your how you feel during the course of the month. So what does that mean in Meg's world? That's what we get to explore today. Because your menstrual cycle is also symbolic and a metaphor for what are you creating in your life each and every month. Every month during your, your reproductive years and ages of age of 15, 14 to mid 40s, is you have the potential to have a baby. And many of us do not want to take that risk of getting pregnant during that time. And there's different things that we can do, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little later on. But the problem with birth control, yeah, it prevents you from having a child. So many women tell me that they don't feel like themselves. They start feeling anxiety. They start um, feeling as if they're not present. They don't feel as interested in having sex. They don't feel that their libido. Every time I record, they're blowing shit in the backyard. So when you're on the pill, 
you're taking synthetic hormones that mimic estrogen and progesterone. And they turn off the signaling from your brain, from your pituitary that you ovulate. You have this, when you, when, what leads up to ovulation is as it, or what starts to peak are the hormones of estrogen and testosterone. They start giving you that mojo, that, that sensual feeling. Why is that mother nature is calling and saying, no, you don't have to go to the bathroom and tinkle. But mother nature is saying, oh, you're going to ovulate. You have the possibility of having a baby. Now that doesn't mean that, oh my God, what do I need to do to prevent having a baby 30 days of the month? You have a small window when you get pregnant. And that's what I'm going to talk about with you a little later on. What are the options that you have that could allow you to have a natural cycle? And I, we can listen to the blowing of those little blowers. I hate those things. So each month gives you the opportunity and the metaphor that, that I use or the image. Think of it. Each month gives you the opportunity to have a child. Yes, I know you do not want babies at 18 or 20 or 25, and you may not want kids until you hit 30. Totally get it. But what are the things that you can do that can keep you in touch with, get this ladies, keep you in touch with your hormones so that you're in sync emotionally with the rise of estrogen and testosterone and moving into the luteal phase that corresponds to progesterone. Progesterone is very calming and soothing. It's a time where you can really focus and hone in on things. So, let me close my window. Oh, these blowers, all they do is blow dirt. They never sweep it up and it just stays in the same place. It's kind of like the pill. Ah, take the pill. But doctor, I'm still having symptoms. Yeah, it's okay. They'll go away. But you're still left with a mess. So. Each cycle has the potential for the birth of a child or giving birth, the release of a follicle, the potential of you getting pregnant, and unless some rare occasion of the immaculate conception, I haven't heard of anything like that yet, but you never know. So there's this incredible rise in estrogen and progesterone. Have you ever noticed, and I'm going to take a step back and I want to talk about this. Most women that have been on the pill have no, do not know what it feels like to be in touch with the natural rhythm of their cycle. I'm not talking about PMS. Let's take PMS, let's take all your symptoms, and we're going to put them on the side. And I'm going to address that in a minute, but let's put those on the side. Make believe you don't have PMS. And I can help you with that. And we'll talk about that in a moment. I talk about it every show. You're not supposed to have BMS. You're not supposed to have cramps. You're not supposed to pass clots. Your body's telling you something's out of whack. This is the work I do with women to help them wake up one morning and go, oh, I have my period. Holy crap. I feel faboo. I feel wonderful. True. So let's pretend you will, you don't have any cramps or any symptoms for a cycle. And your responsibility this month was to pay attention to how you feel, how you feel 
during your follicular phase, day one, I'm going to make it up, day one to 14 or 15 leading up to ovulation, and then day 15 leading up to the next cycle, which is the first day of your period, day one. First day you bleed is day one of your cycle. First half, rise in estrogen, going to release a follicle, rise in testosterone. What happens? Usually around day five, after you've day five of your cycle, five days into your bleed, you're starting to finish up. You may notice around day six, you're like, hey, I'm feeling kind of spiffy, feeling on top of the world here. Like I got stuff to do. I got things to create in the world. I am feeling full of confidence. I may be exaggerating or not, but this is true. Pay attention if you're not on the pill. You're going to notice a difference. You feel really pretty good. Your hormones are on the rise. Suddenly, you feel around time of ovulation. Maybe that starts kicking her in around day 10, 11, 12. You have this heightened sense of libido. Pay attention. It's interesting. It's really wild. So pay attention. Then you ovulate. And then you start going into the second half of the cycle. Second half of the cycle, ah, potential holding a pregnancy. Potential that progesterone will balance estrogen. So you feel very calm and soothed. So that by the time you get your period, you don't have cramps. You don't have tender breasts. You feel at ease. Maybe around the time of your cycle, around the time of your bleed, I should say, you feel like you want to do a little more nesting and you want to dial it back. First half of your cycle leading up to ovulation is a metaphor. What can I create and what can I put out into the world this month? What do I want to focus on? Creation. And for me, I will give this metaphor. I was a graphic designer back in the 80s. We did not have computers. We had drafting tables and we had markers and probably used way too many solvents that were really toxic. But the first half of my cycle always corresponded to the creation of layouts for magazines for the, or for that month, for that magazine for the month. Second half of the, uh, the cycle was about production, putting it together, getting it ready to go to print. I thought it was really ironic when I look back on this because I used to remember walking to work going, I am on top of the world. I am so excited about working on a new edition of the magazine. What can we create this month? There's the metaphor. So the point being in your life, what do you want to create? What do you want to give birth to? What can you cultivate in the second half of your cycle? that you can bring forth into the world, or another way of looking at it each month. What are the things that I can continue to cultivate in my life? And how can I focus and hone in on that? You can apply this to your job. You don't feel this when you're on birth control. You don't feel any of it. You may feel creative, don't get me wrong, but you're not going to have that sense, that inner sense of... It's at je ne sais quoi. You don't have it. I'm sorry. Most women do not experience this when they're on the pill because 
you are not producing natural estrogen and progesterone. And your testosterone for many women is, is diminished. You have low testosterone. I have women in their 20s with vaginal dryness, low libido. Their boyfriends and their husbands are not very happy. They're not happy. When you're in your 20s and in your 30s and in your 40s, you should have an incredible libido, particularly in your 20s. Sometimes in your 30s, 40s, you get a little burnt out. And I always take a look at that. Are you getting enough rest? How are you taking care of yourself? In your 20s, I always think of women, young women, you were like little bunnies. This is sex is on your mind. Your mojo is heightened. It's supposed to be. If you're not feeling that, and if you have no point of reference, you went on the pill at the age of, of 15, 14, 16. You only had your period for a few years. Suddenly, 10 years go by. You're 26, you're 30. You have no sense of what it means to be in touch with the natural rhythm of your cycle. Women are being robbed of this. It is an incredible gift you have. It allows you to be intuitive. It allows you to be more in touch with yourself and others, to sense what is going on, to listen to your higher purpose. Your pituitary gland corresponds to what is called your, your um, root, not your root, your crown chakra. Chinese medicine, that is the meeting of a hundred points. This is the connection of you to the divine, to your higher self, to your destiny, to who you are in the world. What do you want to create? What do you want to do? How do you make your mark in the world with the gifts you have been given in this lifetime? How do you cultivate? How do you give birth to them? How do you put them out into the world? And the problem that I have with birth control is that that shuts, it shunts that potential. That is the issue. This is why I see so many women, oh, I get upset. This is why I see so many women with anxiety, depression, they feel lat, uh, flat, a lack of purpose. They don't feel their sexual mojo. That mojo, that sexual energy is your creative energy too. Those two are connected. It is important. And you don't have that. You don't have that connection in a way that is natural to who you are and the gift of you being as a woman in this world. I Again, I'm going to talk about cramps and periods and, and, and difficult periods. Pharmaceutical companies, they're robbing you of the natural rhythm of your cycle. And if a woman has never experienced it, you have no point of reference in what you're hearing right now. Some of you might go, oh, my God, that makes sense. And some of you might go, well, screw you, Meg. I want to stay on the pill. You can stay on the pill. That is your choice. But I just want to give you a broader perspective of what's going on with women and what, what is available to you in different types of options so that you can feel the beauty and the significance of your hormones. Because a lot of women, when they get off the pill, their testosterone is still low and it can be for a long time.
There's sex hormone binding globulin, which is your body's way of like, if there are hormones like estrogen that is excessive in the body, it's going to grab onto that. It's your way of protecting you. Well, the problem with that, a lot of women that have been on birth control for a long time, that sex binding hormone globulin remains high and it doesn't come down to what it used to be because it was always grabbing onto those synthetic estrogens. This is the problem that I have. And it also concerns me. You're supposed to bleed every month. We've Pharmaceutical companies have made you believe that it is terrible that you have a monthly bleed. My God, what an incredible gift we have. This is something that I feel women, it's such a gift to have a cycle. When I went through menopause and I stopped bleeding, I cried. I loved my cycle. I loved knowing that each month I could pay attention to the rhythm of my hormones. Even as they were shifting in my 40s and 50s, I loved that sense because it was a way for me to monitor where was I in my life. I remember one time when I was in school for acupuncture and it was a Saturday morning. And when I was in school, I was working full time. I was taking biosciences and I was going to school for acupuncture. And I was, I was driven to go to school. I mean, my drive was so high. And I remember one morning at clinic on a Saturday, I got up that morning and I got my period and I went, wow, I didn't even know I was getting my period today. I had no symptoms. I just had this beautiful bleed start. My energy was incredible. I remember that day and I went, wow, I am in rhythm with my hormones, my cycle, my purpose, my path, and I feel very blessed. And if my periods were acting up, I knew I had to pay attention to what I was eating. Did I need a, need a little more sleep? Was I taking care of myself? Was I hanging out with friends? Did I have enough downtime? Was there enough joy? And the periods that were funky, I would pay attention. Oh yeah, I had the flu. My cycle was off. And I'm seeing that with, with COVID, women having COVID and then their cycle is wonky. And even after uh, the vaccine, they may experience uh, some irregular cycles. Our bodies are delicate. They're telling us something. So your cycle is this potential for an incredible gift. And for any woman, if this is pushing buttons, I'm glad it is because I think it is time for you to go inside and ask, what is it like? We're not given permission to really feel what we are intended to feel. And what I see with so many women, they go on the pill at 15 or 16. I, I can't tell you how many teenagers, 19 and 20 years old, are calling me. And I find out they were put on the pill at 15. And by the age of 18, they're on an antidepressant. And their docs never informed them that that could be the problem. And any gynecologist or doctor should be fully aware that if a woman is starting to feel anxiety, depression, figure out how long has she been on the pill? Is this part of the issue? Or is she on a, a Mirena ring, hormone-based IUD? They're synthetic and they're interfering with the rhythm of who you are. You are a woman. You are intended to produce estrogen 
and testosterone and progesterone. You are meant to bleed. You are meant to ovulate. And if you are not doing that because you have some pill shunting and turning off that natural rhythm of your hormones, that's going to impact every aspect of your life. And it will. And the incredible thing is sometimes it's so fucking subtle you don't even know. Because if you've been on the pill for so long, you've lost that point of reference. And what I've seen now, and I love this, I have a lot of women reaching out to me in their, oh, late teens, 20s, a lot of women in their 20s. I love it. And they're like, Meg, I'm done. I don't want to be on the pill anymore. I do have cramps. Um, I've had irregular cycles. I want to get off the pill. I don't know what it's like to feel like me anymore. And I was talking to a client the other day who's had PCOS and she's starting to get her cycles. I said, tell me, you and I have been working together since last year. What are the differences? What are the changes you are feeling since you've been off the pill? Now she's 26. She'd been on the pill for nine years. She said, Meg, I feel like myself. I was incredibly emotional on the pill. I refused to consider going on uh, anxiety medication. Um, I used to fly off the handle and get emotional at every turn. I'm just reading what she told me. She said, I felt a disconnect. She said that uh, she had a lower libido. Her orgasms were not as intense. She was not in the mood for sex. She's been off the pill. She said she feels like she's herself again. She no longer has anxiety. She feels like she's more in touch with her intuitive nature. She's a teacher too. And her libido is back. And she said her orgasms are more intense. I hear this all the time. I hear this all the time. So what are some options? Take a deep breath. Because there is a window for you to get pregnant during the month. It's not all 30 days. I had a client of mine. She's like, I don't know. Maybe I missed this in my sex education class. But I thought you could get pregnant every day of the month. And she said, I didn't realize it was a, it was a window of a few days. So what do you do? You pay attention to actually what those six days are. So whether you have a 27-day, 28-day, 30-day cycle, again, we will take a deep dive into what that looks like and what you can do on the next podcast of the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. And I'm not just saying this. I really thought about this podcast. I cannot tell you how many women I've, that I'm working with right now, one of the reasons that they are working with me, they want to get the hell off the pill. They don't like it. And a lot of women say, but I don't want to do the copper IUD. I have cramps. I'm told I'm going to have heavier bleeds. I'm like, mm, I will help you regulate your cycle. I will give you recommendations to minimize your cramps. And guess what? I have a lot of women, young women, even in their late teens, 20s, they're on the copper IUD. They're not having problems. There's so much that can be done. I'm not trying to put this all in a pretty little box. But what I'm trying to present, and I'd like you to actually, on your own, do a little research. 
Pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know this. They feel that you're at the mercy of the pill. The pill's going to prevent you from getting pregnant. Yeah, you know why it's going to prevent you from getting pregnant? Because you're not having sex. I, I cannot tell you how many women I'm working with that are on the pill, that their libido sucks. They're not having sex. So what the hell? Here you are. You're on the pill. You want to prevent a pregnancy. Well, you got vaginal dryness. You got low libido. Your orgasms. It's really difficult for you to have an orgasm or sex is becoming painful. I see this all the time. And there's a lot of you out there that would say, I'm not experiencing any of that. That's great. You have an option here. But I feel what would be great for many women experience what it's like to be off the pill. Get off the pill for a season and see, do you feel different? What would it be like if you went off the pill for four to six months? Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. And what may start happening? Wow, I noticed that on day five, six, my energy is different. I notice around the time of ovulation, wow, my, my libido's high. My, my partner's pretty happy with this. I'm, I'm feeling different. And I notice that the second half of the cycle, Meg, it's really interesting. I feel more focused on, on creating things into the, in the world, on working on projects. And right around the time of my period, I kind of slow down. I feel this nesting mode. I want to clean the house. I just want to hang out. I just want to do yoga. I don't feel like lifting weights. I don't, I don't want to run at the gym. I just want to go for walks. I, I just feel this need to go more inward. I don't feel sad, but I want to go inward. And Meg, I noticed something really interesting. I have these dreams. They're, it's almost as if I'm starting to, I feel somewhat empathic. I'm picking up on things that are going on in my life. I have a deeper understanding. Guess what? That's real that's real. You're reclaiming who you are as a woman. Celebrate your cycle. We've been, we haven't been allowed to do that in, this, in, in our civilization. We don't do that. We're always on a rush. We're always go, 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 go. But your cycle will always, if you pay attention, it'll, if you listen, if you listen internally, it'll guide you through the month. And then the day comes, you bleed and you go, oh, another cycle. Oh, huh. I have a few clots this month. Hmm. I think I'm doing too much. Didn't eat enough cruciferous veggies, Meg. I gotta, I gotta clean up that inflammation. Do you see where I'm going with this, ladies? You have options. I'm not telling you to get off the pill, but if you're feeling depressed and anxious and your breasts hurt and you don't feel like you, you know what you feels like. Maybe some of you are not sure of what that you feels like anymore because you've been on the pill so long that you've not been able to feel the flow of estrogen and testosterone in your system. You don't know what that's like. You don't know what it's like to feel the balance of progesterone, which is very soothing and calming. And you know that you're producing enough progesterone when your breasts don't hurt and you don't have bloat and cramps. You know there's balance. And it is so much easier to work with women when they're off the pill to tweak. 
And what I'm seeing in this generation, I love it. I love it. These women are like, I don't want to be on stuff anymore. I want to feel the natural rhythm of my cycle. I am willing to take the time of what it needs, what it means to take my temp in the morning so I can see when that window is of, oh, yeah, I have the potential. This is the time of the month. I'm ovulating. I could get pregnant. I'm going to take the precautions I need during this window so I don't get pregnant. Think about it. In the grand scheme of things, I think you could be creative and do other things. You're going to go, oh my God, I'm ovulating right now. I want to have sex with my boyfriend. Oh my God, I'm not on the pill. Well, use something else. Because the other 22, 23 or so days of your cycle, you get to have, you get to be synthetic, hormone-free. Think about it. You're not deficient in synthetic hormones, but you are deficient in the natural rhythm of your natural hormones. And you and many of you listening have never experienced that. And that's the message I'm trying to hit home right now. I want women, I'd like women to consider reclaiming your hormones through a natural cycle. I hope that today provided you with some food for thought. And a lot of you, you're like, oh, how the hell do I get off the pill? Well, guess what? Call me. Reach out to me at megrichichi.com. All my contact information is there. My contact number, my email address. Reach out to me. See if we're a good fit for one another. Look at my Google reviews. People will share stories with you about how I work with them. It's an honor to work in helping women to experience the natural flow and, again, the natural rhythm of your hormones in balance. We're always fighting ways of that balance, putting women on the pill. Oh, you have cramps. Let's put you on the pill. That's not balancing your hormones. That's just shutting everything down. Why would you shut everything down? Let's go back to Joey the mechanic. Oh, I don't know. Gee, Meg, but uh, mechanic Joey, I got, a, I got an oil leak. No, you need a new transmission. But auto mechanic Joey, m- my tire's flat. No, you need a new transmission. Do you see where I'm going with this? Auto mechanic Joey's around the country are probably laughing right now. They should be doctors. Doctors need to think like auto mechanics. A doctor would be pretty pissed off if he went to see Joey the mechanic and he's got an oil leak and Joey's like, hey, Dr. Smith, we're going to give you a new transmission. He'd be like, screw you, Joey. I need an oil change. No, you need a transmission. I hope you're laughing. You should be. Because it's pretty crazy and it's pretty fucking insane that we're putting every woman on birth control for everything from depression to headaches to heavy periods. Do I think birth control is a smart thing for somebody who's 14 and scared of getting pregnant? Yeah, I do. I do. There's always, 
there is always a consideration. I don't want to be seeing t- see teenagers getting pregnant uh, and having unwanted pregnancies. But I'm saying for a majority of women that are listening here, for many women, you have different options when it comes to addressing your symptoms. And you have different options when it comes to birth control. And this may be the generation that I am seeing that many women, a large percentage of the women I'm working with, actually almost all of them are saying, I want to get off birth control. Many of them are considering and they've gone on the natural cycle. And many have gone on, started using a copper IUD. They're not having any problems because it's non-hormonal. So I hope today I provided you with some wonderful insight. And I hope Joey the Mechanic was a good analogy. Joey's going to show up in a lot of podcasts. Uh, Again, would love to work with you. It is, uh, in my world, it's addressing a woman's period, addressing her cycle. I look at her gut. I look at environmental factors. I look at parasites, people. That's a big part of the picture. Yeah. Looking at the gut, I look at everything to regulate your cycle. Make sure that you're you're detoxing those estrogens. And if you've been on the pill, how do we detox those synthetic estrogens and progestins and all that junk and get it out of your system so that you can start feeling what it is like to ovulate so you can start having that sweet little pituitary gland in your brain in great harmony with your ovaries in signaling. And I will leave you with this. Your uterus is your small heart that engages the big heart. What do you want to create and put out into the world that engages the small and big heart? with joy and love. How do you want to sing your voice of who you are in the world? Thanks for listening. And during my next podcast, I will be discussing in great length, in great detail, I will take a super deep dive into the various forms of non-hormonal birth control options that you have available to you today. So that will be out in the next two to three weeks. I promise, I promise. And if you like what you are hearing, and if you like this show, please share with your friends. I I think it's great information, particularly today. And also, if you have not subscribed, please do. And I would also greatly appreciate a review. Those reviews bring other women to this show, but also it allows women to realize that they have options in addressing their hormonal needs and their concerns. So you're going to do a great service to all the women in the community. Thank you so much for joining me. And also, if you would like to work with me, please reach out at megrichichi.com. All my contact information is there. You can also go to megrichichi at gmail.com. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. And until next time, many blessings, much love, much grace. And thank you so much for joining me today on the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. Be well.